To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I see no flaws in that argument. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino and on Instagram at Insightful Life. My name is Jane. You can find me on Instagram at Mealwell. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You cannot find me at Meal Anything. <laughs> can they email you there? <laughs> try again (laughs) and i need a minute this is gonna be like the email did you have your coffee i'm i just took like the second sip my name is jane and you can find me on instagram at real mousewife wdw forgot (laughs) and i just have to make a note to both of you two uh can we please sync up your Twitter and your Instagram handles? Because that drives me nuts that, like, that we so, can't. Why, the reason my Twitter can't be is because it has too many characters. And I took my Instagram first and I'm not changing my Instagram. So, <laughs> Well, that's my problem. Like everybody knows me by my Twitter handle, but I pulled Instagram about changing my name there. And everyone's like, no. So I'm like, uh. <laughs> people know me in both places for very different reasons. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. I know. I would love to say you can find me on all socials, but I can't. Like, like you can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Yeah. That's, that's uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, y'all. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, which is a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me, as I said, on all socials <laughs> at No Guilt Life. <laughs> all right, guys. I feel like this needs no real introduction, but I I don't know, maybe a a small trigger warning. Obviously, if you went ahead and clicked on this, you know what the discussion is going to be about. We are talking about uh, the Disney park closures due to the coronavirus concerns. Um, And it's going to be kind of a bummer. I don't think there's any way around this, but to say it's going to be kind of a bummer. So we recognize that in advance. And if that's not what you're here for if you're over there going oh are they doing this too every other podcast is doing this look yes we are different from other podcasts and we will have some light and fun we that is our hope is we still want to have a lot of fun while we're wading through this whole process and we also feel like i don't know now more than ever you probably need that kind of a thing but as a group we also talked about it and we felt it was really important Um, not only just from a historical standpoint to kind of document what's going on, but also the three of us just really need to talk about it and get get some stuff out. It's true. Just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So hopefully you'll join us. And we also do have a, you know, a little bit different perspective. Jane is local, so she can kind of talk about what's going on, you know, boots on the ground kind of situation. Teresa had a whole trip planned for this week, right, Teresa? Yep, I was supposed to be getting there on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and I, of course, am a travel agent who had to deal with a lot of things from that 
point of view. So hang in there. Maybe you'll hear something different or something you you haven't heard uh, in all the other podcasts, but we did feel like this was an important discussion to have to talk about. All right, Jane, we are going to start with you. Since you're local to Walt Disney World, can you tell us what things were like, have been like, what the crowd levels were like, all of that kind of stuff leading up to this March 12th announcement that basically changed everything? Yeah, so we're in the thick of spring breakdown here, as everyone else is. And uh, to be honest, I think spring break down here is worse than Christmas or Easter. I know that some people have differing opinions, but um, I generally don't avoid the parks at Christmas and Easter. Um, But spring break, I am every year when I go at spring break, I regret my decision to go. (laughs) So um, I can give you that. And then I was in the parks last weekend. Um, I had to swing by Magic Kingdom to see a friend of ours, April's um, son, PJ, was in the marching band that was before the parade. And so I went to go see him so I could send her pictures and video. And I will tell you, there was no change. There were um, hand sanitizers. From the park's perspective, there were hand sanitizers. I was washing my hands a whole lot more. But from the guest perspective, it was as crowded as any other spring break day. Everyone was going on their merry way, people touching and everywhere, everywhere. And I, I left the park and I actually said on my Facebook page, if you're friends with me, which I know you guys are, but not, not everybody else is. I said, there's literally no one thinking about coronavirus in this park. No one. None of these guests. Everyone was still there. And, and it actually, it concerned me because I was like, hey, no one's paying attention and everyone's still just going about their daily lives thinking, hey, it can't happen to me. And, and uh, here we are. Here we are. Yep. Yep. And Teresa, what about you? You were, uh, you were supposed to be going this week. And as of last week, that was still, you were still planning on going, right? Yes. So like Jane said, you know, it's spring break time. I work at a university, so it was going to be part of my spring break plans. I've done that a few years in the past because I love flower and garden. I would go down and combine it as a trip to go see the Orioles play for spring training. Mm. So I still had, I was, I kept my trip. I wasn't changing my plans because working at a university, they'd already said that for the next two weeks after spring break, they were going to have people stay home. So I knew I was already going to have that built-in quarantine time afterwards that I wasn't ah, going to be gotcha. interacting with people. Sure, sure. Um, but even though Disney, after they made the closure, Disney announced that the resorts were still going to be open at that point. I'm like, I'm not, that's, no, this is not a smart thing to do. So not, no longer going. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, and then like we said, things changed. First, we got this uh, closure announcement for Disneyland. And then a couple of hours later, right, it was Walt Disney World and Disneyland Paris to close. So here we are. And Disney Cruise Line. And Disney Cruise Line. Right. Uh, and, And the announcement says um, from basically March 16th through March 31st. That is the current announcement that we have. That's the current official notice notification that we have, at least at time of taping. We may wake up tomorrow morning and have a whole new slew of information. But as of right now, that is what we have. And they, they announced that things were going to be closed. So here we sit on Monday, March 16th. This is the first day since 1955 
that there hasn't been a Disney park open in the entire world. It's so weird to think about that. It's so sad. Yeah. And, and while we know, guys, I mean, you know, in the big picture of things, I want to make this very, very clear. In the big picture of things, Disney being closed uh, is is not important in the sense of it's just Disney, right? It's just another you know, place to close, whatever. We, we get that. Like we understand the health and um, taking care of our families, taking care of your families, um, all the healthcare providers that are on the front lines for all of this. All of that is absolutely paramount and at the front of our minds. However, because we're looking at this from a Disney lens, that's why, you know, we're talking about this. And then also just because of the three of us and who we are, Disney is part of our heart, part of our soul, part of our very fiber and being, right? So to us, this is a monumental, important moment to recognize. And that is the fact that there is not a Disney park open anywhere in the world at this moment. And that's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, I know that there's I'm trying to remember all of the specifics because I know, like I said, Walt Disney World said that at the moment, resorts and Disney Springs is going to be open. It's, I don't know, it's just very weird to think about like the parks themselves. I saw somebody saying that for them, it was in their mind, they know that It's a Small World is always playing somewhere at some point in time. And it wasn't even just that the parks were closing. It's that there's It's a Small World is not going, that song is not going to be playing anywhere. And that was their like hit home moment. I mean, it'll probably be playing at my house. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know what? That's right. On Monday, everybody, please turn on It's a Small World and have that going at your home so that we can keep this alive. We need the streak (laughs) to continue to go on. But yeah, no, that's an important thing to to make note of um, and, and how it is kind of impacting us even if it's just from an emotional and, and mental standpoint, um, you know, I think that's important to acknowledge, particularly those of us who are such big Disney dorks, like this, this matters, right? This does matter for us. Well, it's, it's, it's comforting. Yes. It's our, it's our happy place. It's what calms us down, you know, and then to take that little safety net away is sort of weird. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's very weird. It's all very, very weird. Teresa, can you, do you have the list of all of the parks, like when they close? Just. Yes. We we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago that the Asian parks closed first. Shanghai closed on January 26th and then Hong Kong closed the next day, January 27th. And then Tokyo, they announced their closure for February 29th. And they said it was through early April. Shanghai and Hong Kong didn't give they didn't give dates for when they anticipated to be back open. Mm-hmm. And in Tokyo's like they were saying uh, around early April. So we'll see if that holds true. I well, think- orig- originally Tokyo was actually supposed to open on Monday the 16th. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, but over the weekend uh, it changed and they, or uh, early last, no, not over the weekend. It was, I think it was uh, on the 10th or the 11th, they updated and said, ah. Uh, we decided to stay closed <laughs> through early April, uh, so that is that. That's kind of the timeline that happened. Um, that happened there, and then um, you know I do have a list. Just if everyone's thinking like this, why is this such a big deal? This is a big deal because Disney just really doesn't close. 
it doesn't close. And so this is unprecedented. And I do have a list of all the other times that Disney has closed over the years. I'll put this in show notes for everybody, but really nothing has come close to what we're experiencing right now. That's it. Yeah. I think for every, any other time that this has happened, it's been, it's been very localized to something happening in that specific area, you know, for Florida, obviously deals with this a little more frequently because of the hurricanes, um, but it's there's never been something that's impacted every park worldwide the way that this has. So, Patty, how are things from a travel agent perspective? Because I'm sure it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's definitely crazy. <laughs> it is definitely crazy. So here was my week, uh, and I, and I'm not complaining. I I want to like point it out that this is part of the job. So this was absolutely not something that. my sadness and my misery that I had all of last week was honestly on behalf of the clients and the guests and knowing what some of these trips meant to them and having to go in and cancel everything was heartbreaking from that point of view. From how it all worked and from what Disney did to make it as easy as possible on everybody, I I don't... I have to be pretty positive about how it went. Some of it is kind of funky and kind of weird because, again, this is unprecedented. This is unprecedented water. So, like, I have an example with a cruise line situation that is, it, it's that they're promising something, but they legit don't have it set up just yet. And so, <laughs> first and foremost, everybody needs to know that they are waiving the two hundred dollar cancellation um, fee. That normally, once you get inside a thirty day window uh, before your travel and you decide to cancel, you lose that two hundred dollar deposit that you initially put down. Well, they're waiving that, and they've stated that they're waiving that up to June thirtieth at this point. Uh, and that's been out. I think they started doing that either either right before the closures were announced or right as the closures were announced. So that's nothing that's changed. That June 30th date was put out early on. The point being here, if you are concerned about an April trip, a May trip, even a June trip, you still have some time to sit on it and wait and see how things play out. They're going to refund you essentially all your money on your packages that you paid, okay? So you're going to get that $200 cancellation feedback. So that's that's very good news and and um definitely appreciate that Disney is putting that out and they're putting out a far enough advance date so that people don't have to totally stress at it at this time. The other thing to note is that if you had a trip that was coming up within the next 30 days or so and you are pushed up against your typical final payments, so say you are going to be traveling in April, normally you have to pay your 30 days final payment is all due before you go. Well, right now they are saying that no final payments are needed until seven days before travel at this time. So they're not asking for your money. Don't don't send them any money right now <laughs> if you don't want to. If you want to go online and go ahead and make that payment, go for it. But um, they are specifically telling us as travel agents that if you don't have anybody traveling in March, don't worry about anything that's happening April, May, June, July for right now. Like just please don't call. <laughs> please don't ask. Please don't, you know, let it make us do anything for those clients right now because they are trying to deal with what's happening for this March time period right now. It is spring break. And so it's a very busy time, as Jane mentioned, which means they got a lot of work to do to reverse and to change and to cancel everybody's um, uh, situations. Uh, 
ticket only, if you purchased your tickets only, remember once upon a time at Disney, you could buy a ticket and it was good for the entire calendar year? Well, about a year ago, maybe. I can't remember the exact date when it happened, but it's fairly recent. They changed to a date based ticket. So now you buy your ticket and it's only good for certain days, right? They are extending all of your tickets at this time through December 15th. So if you had purchased just a straight, you know, like Teresa, for example, I'm assuming with your family, you have an annual pass, but the rest of your family probably doesn't. Right. Yeah. So, so if you had purchased your tickets, you know, separately, those tickets are automatically, you don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to call them. Basically they're like, don't call us. Just (laughs) trust us. Your tickets are extended. (laughs) Um, Your tickets are now good through December 15th. If it turns out that you can't travel, uh, between now and December 15th, then they will also um, put it towards the purchase of a future date. I do also want to add that they did send out communication to annual pass holders to say that your expiration date is also going to be extended by however many days that the parks are closed. And if you if your renewal date was up within that time period too, they're also going to work work with you to figure out what that next renewal date will be. I think that part wasn't clear in the email, but I know there were some people initially who were concerned or wondering about um, annual pass holders. So they, but they did say that they will be extending everybody's expiration dates. Yeah. And I, and I thought that was really fair. Um, They also said that tables in Wonderland, uh, if you have that particular membership is also being extended in the same manner. Uh, So that's, I mean, you know, Disney's doing, I think, the right thing in those cases. Yeah, and Jane, uh, because I know you have DVC, and I know they sent something out about that, too. They did. I actually had a reservation within the same time period, and they have said that they are um, canceling the reservations, and we have a process that if you cancel within 30 days of your reservation, usually the points go back into holding. And so what that means is that if you're going to use points from holding, you have to book them within like, I think it's 30 or 60 days out. So meaning like, I can't use holding points and book a vacation for seven months out. I have to book them within like 60 days of when I'm going to use them. So holding points are a little tricky. They did say that they are waiving those points going into holding. My reservation wasn't actually until the 30th of this month, so I am choosing to wait a little bit because I know their phone lines are busy. I had called yesterday. It was busy like eight times in a row. Then I had finally gotten through, and it was a 70-minute wait, which I know is pretty short, but I was like, you know what? I'll just wait to call them. Because you don't do standby. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't. Stay Disney, Applies folks. Don't do standby or 70-minute wait times. <laughs> But I did have a friend who had rented points out and he had rented his points out to another family for this particular time period. He called last night. He got through within 30 minutes. He said it was super easy. They were really pleasant and that the cast member on the phone had said they had like 275 calls in the queue pretty much all day long. And she was like, yeah, we're down to 65 and we're so happy about that. So <laughs> he was like, she was so happy. She was so nice. And it was really easy for them 
he was just able to cancel it. He moved it to later on in the year and they're just moving forward. He had some points that were getting um, refunded off of the vacation and normally they would go into holding or, and they were like, no, they basically put them back exactly where they belonged. So apparently they are doing everything they can just to make this, you know, as seamless as possible for the guests as usual. That's pretty much my experience too. Um, Now I have to tell you guys all this week, I have spent more time on hold with Disney than I ever have (laughs) ever in my entire life. And uh, just a quick note on that. Disney hold music, y'all. We got to talk about this. Um, <laughs> Disney. That's one of the reasons I didn't hold because there was no mm-hmm. hold music. Oh. You had no hold music, Jane? None. So when I called and got through, it was actually like a couple of times I had gotten through and like the automated system kind of like choked, like it didn't get to the next thing. And I know, I know what they're going to ask me for. Like I call DVC all the time it would like stutter or like take a little while before it got you to the next prompt. And then when it finally got me to like the, you're basically waiting for an agent before it could tell me, I sat in silence. What felt like five minutes, but I'm sure was probably 20 seconds. (laughs) And, And I was like, oh my God, there's no hold music. Like where, because I was like, oh, all right. Well, if there's hold music, I'll turn it on and I'll just go about my day in my house and maybe I'll clean something, but there was no hold music. So I just sat on my couch and then I was like, I'm not holding with no music. (laughs) All right. Well then DVC goes at the bottom of the list because let me tell you, um, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Paris gets the number one spot for hold music. It's all music, no talk. It's just beautiful music. They just they're just playing awesome Disney music, and you're like, oh, I can listen to Disneyland Paris all day long. Because I did have to sit on hold with Disneyland Paris, Disney Cruise Land, Disneyland, and Walt Disney World. Oh, and Run Disney, by the way, all of them this week, and they all have different phone numbers. They all have different cues. They all have different wait times, and they all have different hold music. So. This is my definitive Disney hold music rankings. Disneyland Paris gets number one. It had the best music and it was no talk and I appreciate y'all the most. Thank you, France. Disney Cruise Line gets number two. A lot of Little Mermaid, all right? So I appreciated that. I got to listen to Under the Sea um, and, and a little less talk. Disneyland was great but mostly because it was not Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World was awful. <laughs> no. Y'all. Walt Disney World and the Run Disney line basically share the same hold music. And uh, they have the Iago Tiki Room spiel happening. Why would they do but that? They're already going through a hard enough time. <laughs> thank you. But why? That's exactly it. So thank you. So guys, if you ever wonder if being a tra- wound. <laughs> if you ever wonder if being a travel agent is a hard job. Think Iago Tinky Room. Yes, it's a very hard job. All right. Because it's also that this has the shortest loop and with also with the most interjections of talking. So they'll remind us about stuff over and over and over again. Sometimes you do get the spiel that Galaxy's Edge is opening soon. And we're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yes, we know. Yes, thank you. Um, but then interjected with Tiki Room over and over and over again. So, and it's not even like the good Tiki Room, guys. This is the bad Tiki Room version. So, um, Set that hold music on fire. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. And then I will have to say though, 
that number five does get DVC. If there's no hold music, I think that's more anxiety inducing than even Iago because you're sitting in silence and you're wondering. Did I get hung up on? Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> am, I, am I still connected? Are we still there? What's going on? No. So that's why DVC gets bumped to the bottom of the list, but I'm not DVC, so I hadn't had to deal with them yet. So thanks for sharing, Jane. <laughs> it's normally not like that. So I just imagine that it was something that was going on with the system because honestly we usually get hold music yeah yeah it's def there's definitely glitches and stuff happening this week it's crazy in our as a travel agent and what i had to do this week was basically in most cases we had to call partially that was in the way the way that things were booked through disney but then also if you have certain elements on your package and your package is paid in full and get yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway there's all kinds of like weird quirkiness sometimes i could pull you up online and just go click cancel and we were all good other times it required phone calls and so i spent a lot of time on hold as i mentioned um we would be hours on hold and this was the frustrating part i spent i think four and a half hours on hold one morning just to get hung up on. That's annoying. Yeah, after four and a half hours. No one, it's not like somebody answered and hung up on me. It just like the system cut cut off and, and kicked me out or whatever. And so I had to start all over again. Um, yeah, and so that was that's stressful. Most people from, in my experience, on my end, my clients, um, they are deciding to just straight cancel. Uh, I think originally their thought was, oh, we'll just move the trip back. We'll just move the trip back. But then as things kind of progressed, because things progressed very quickly in the United States over the last couple of days with a sense of urgency and concern, they came to the realization that, you know what? I don't know that I'm going to have vacation time. I don't know how my employer is going to handle this. I don't know if I'm going to get approved to go at the end of May or the beginning of June instead, or maybe not until November. So can we just cancel me at this time and then I'll get back in touch with you when we are ready to book again, which I think is completely fair and not surprising when you really look at, you know, what's happening. Um, so to that question that people are wondering, oh, is everybody just moving it back out a couple of days? I think, I think if you can, if you know that you, you know, are flexible or, or your job is flexible or you think you can still do it. There's absolutely a lot of people that are still planning on going in either April or May or June. Um, but in my case, the folks that I was talking to, it was they came down to their PTO and their vacation that they're just in an uncertain period that if if they're going to be able to go back or not at this time, it may have to be put off a whole year. Well, and so. that's, that's my situation, especially mm-hmm. like I said, working at a university, I know universities right now, there's a lot of decisions being made about what the rest of the semester will look like. So I legitimately, I can't, I really can't plan for what yeah. the next, you know, what my next few months might be when I'll have availability to go because I don't know what the expectations are for work with how fluid and how much, how much is changing right now. So I say I haven't. I haven't canceled my reservation yet. Like I've canceled all of my flights. I was keeping my hotel reservation only because I wanted to see if Disney was going to send anything out. Um, I will say they haven't, they haven't communicated with people who have resort like reservations during this time period, which I think is a little weird. Um, They do have the FAQs on their website that say, if you don't check in that they'll just automatically refund you. So there are, I think there's some ways that if you don't, if you can't go online and cancel it, if you're, if you have a more complicated package or if you 
don't want to spend time on the phones, they will they will just cancel it if you don't check in. I don't know what that means though. I do online check-in. So I'm still trying to figure out am I safe in that in the in that safe area where if I don't do anything, they'll cancel it, or because I did online check-in, it will still assume that I've checked in. Yeah, I personally, in your case, if you've already set up for online check, I'd just go ahead and call and get it canceled or go ahead and click the, the click it on, on the website if you can and just cancel it. Um, there's, yes, in theory, that's the way it's supposed to work. They're supposed to recognize or know that you didn't show up, right? In theory. Right. Um, but, but that's why, I just like, ha- because, yeah, so I'm-, I'm I yeah. have a feeling <laughs> that if it was me, I would go ahead and wait a couple of days or, or I mean, I would, well, I guess you can't. I guess you need to go ahead and call, but I, I would probably go ahead and call it in, Teresa, and okay. just get it get it taken care of. That's, that's just my opinion. But that's just mostly because I think going back and trying to fix things later, like, it could work seamlessly. I don't know, but- Trying to go back and get things fixed is a whole nother story, right? Well, and especially so. because they're, like I said, the the cast members who are on that side of things, they're they are going to have no downtime to go back and especially Mm-mm. any kind of complicated situation. Mm-hmm. It's you know they have a lot going on right now. <laughs> they do. So yes, that's uh, that would be my vote. Is if you don't mind calling, just go ahead and call it in. Even though I know Disney is like, don't call us. We got this handled. Ah, do you though? Um, <laughs> Um, it's just, that's just my, anyway, anywho. Um, so yeah, most people are straight canceling. Um, I will tell you this also as a travel agent, this is kind of a fun little game we get to play as well. Uh, we call in and we wait on hold for hours. And then when we finally do get to start talking to a cast member, they put us on a 90 minute clock. You got to get everything that you can fixed within that 90 minutes because the cast members have to hang up on you. Once you hit 90 minutes. Um, like, and that's like mid sentence, or is it like, man, well, we're getting down to you get a two minute warning? <laughs> it really depends on your cast member. Uh, I have I have not had it happen to me because I've been watching my clock. And so I always get to a point where I know it's coming. So I just wrap it up and get off the phone with them before and then turn right around and call right back in. But I get off the phone with them before I hit my 90 minutes so that I don't have to stress out or worry about that. However, that that has happened that, that somebody was in the middle of giving a credit card information for some particular situation. And the cast member was like, ma'am, 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 I have to let you go now. It's been 90 minutes. <laughs> she was like, no, you don't. You you need to take this credit card and process it. Then you can let me go. Um, that the cast member legitimately was in the middle of a transaction. It was like, it's 90 minutes. I have to go. I have to go. So I think it depends on your cast member. I've also had cast member who, when I called at one point, this wasn't with cancellations. This was with um, this was with discounts. This was on discount day. I called and I got him on the phone. And I was like, hey, I've got a whole bunch to go through. And I know you've got the 90 minute thing. And he was like, ma'am, I'm going to take care of you. We're going to get them all done. Don't you worry about 90 minutes. He's like, plus I'm fast. And I was like, excellent. <laughs> you are my go-to, Ed. Um, You're like, so- what's your direct number? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so so yeah, I think it, it just depends. But anyway, there's so that's that's the, the – and I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the 90-minute thing because what could happen is one of the really big agencies could jump in the queue very early and then stay on – 
and keep somebody on the phone tied up all day long where some a smaller agent, you know, who only has one or two things to take care of can literally never get in. Right. right. So I do appreciate that Disney is recognizing this and, and kicks people off at their 90 minute if needed. We are also being told at this time that if travel is happening in April or later to call back. Basically, they're like, we don't care what's going on with your April people right now. Don't talk to us about it. We don't have time for that. And I get it. Like, they are just not assisting with anyone except for the March travel at this point. Now, could that change in three days from now? We'll see. Um, I know all three of us kind of have feelings on how long this closure is actually going to be. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But as of this time, anything that's happening in April or later, they're asking us just to call back. So let's talk about the Star Wars race. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's supposed to happen in April. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Well, what I know is nothing. Um, <laughs> so, okay, Star Wars is scheduled for the weekend of April 16th to the 19th. Um, this is the Run Disney uh, Rival Run weekend, which is the Star Wars race, as, as we also quaintly call it. Um, officially, absolutely nothing has been changed. Nothing has been announced. We have zero news at this recording of what the plan for this race will be. That being said, that being said, reading the tea leaves, right? The Mickey-shaped tea leaves that are out there. We do know that other races all over the country, all over the world, are being postponed or canceled um, at this time. Those that are they're supposed to be run in April, a lot of them are either canceling or pushing back. Uh, so will this race follow? I feel like because the Run Disney situation is a little bit different, it's tied to the Disney parks and to a whole destination, right? So my gut has always been with this particular race is that if Disney is open over that weekend, I mean, there's already crowds. You're already in a crowded situation. You're already going to be with other people. Then why wouldn't they go ahead and run the race? Does that make sense? Yeah, because you figure there's a substantial number of people who would be there or there specifically for the race already. Already, right. And so my guess is if Disney parks are open that weekend, that the race will still go on as planned. I could be wrong with that because there are also a ton of elements that go into a race that don't go into the parks. Um, you know, all kinds of factors that go in there with like from volunteers that are handing us water during the race um, to the expo setup and the booths that are happening in the expo to the volunteers that are handing out race shirts and such like that. There's a lot of, uh, you know, intricacies that go into a race that Disney parks will already have you know, handled on their own in their own situation. So maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong that Disney parks might be open, but they still go ahead and cancel this race due to these particular situations. Situ the, but, but basically my answer is this. We don't know yet. We got nothing. <laughs> we, they, they haven't told us what they're going to do. So uh, they could open Disney, but not put on the race. Um, it's possible. I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's less likely to me just for the sake that Ren Disney has always said, rain or shine, we are putting on these races. Like they've just been real hardcore about the races go on no matter what. Again, though, this is completely unprecedented territory. Well, so I'm wondering if we don't know. 
if they decide if they're open by that point, I'm wondering if they would do a modified version of what they do during the holidays with their closure um, phases, where it's, you know, only people who have resort reservations are allowed to go and attend. So, like, I, I'm wondering if they would do a modified version of that if they decide to go on with the race and just, like, uh, lower what that threshold is. I, I don't know that I don't know if they can or can't because there's a ton of people that are local or Florida that stay off site. And so just because you have a resort reservation, that shouldn't keep you from still mm-hmm. coming to the race if you want to come to the race, right? Because right. you have if you have a, a race bib. So I don't know. We'll we'll just have to see. But as of right now, nothing has been said. What I am advising all the clients and the runners that I know is to sit tight, hold on to your bookings. Because if there is an announcement for cancellation in the future, but you go ahead and cancel now, you will 100% lose all the money spent on the bibs, for example. Right now, the the official line is that those bibs are non-refundable. They're not going to give you your money back. Um, However, I could see that as a there's a possibility that that might change, okay, based on one precedented situation that we we had before. Um, if you wait, they might be able to do something like they did when the half marathon of 2017 was canceled. Um, that was canceled due to weather. So when that happened, for the race bib itself, you were given three options. You could get a, a gift card refund. You could get a one-day park hopper. Or you could move your race registration to another race weekend. So in other words, I am just saying, hey, let's sit sit tight and hold on to things until we hear from Run Disney what they're going to do. Because there's a possibility that something could come your way uh, for that race registration. So all these packages and, you know, or even if you just bought your race bid by itself, like just wait, just we're going to we're going to hang tight. I mean, even if you are definitely not going no matter what because your family is just like, "Oh, nope," or you know, things have changed here. I can't take that vacation any longer. I get it. I know your instinct is to go ahead and wrap this up and get it taken care of, but you're not going to be out anything that you uh, haven't already spent. Um, and you're going to get that refunded if you do cancel because back up to the beginning when I first started talking about this, that $200 deposit that normally you would lose, you're not going to lose. They're going to give that all back to you. But if you cancel your package now, you could also potentially really cancel out your race bibs as well. And and there's just, there's just a possibility. I'm not promising anything. I don't know for sure, but I don't think you're hurting in any way by waiting until they give us an official announcement. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So real quickly, let's talk about a couple of other things that are happening. Um, And while we're not going to guess exactly, but (laughs) we're going to say we have some some internal thoughts. (laughs) We have some thoughts. Um, And again, nothing official, absolutely nothing official at all. This is just Patty, Teresa and Jane thinking things out loud. All right. Um, We're going to say the things that you're probably all thinking yourself. (laughs) Um, First of all, uh, some news from last night. What did we, what did we see yesterday, guys? 
Oh, goodness. Um, I want to say that, well, I think the absolute biggest one is Disney is suspending the Disney College program. Uh, not not permanently, but for anybody who is there for this semester, they are suspending the college program. And I believe they said everybody has until the 18th to go home. Um, yes. They were removing like everybody from housing. It's the international um, cast members. Basically, any anybody with the Disney College program, they are sending them home. Um, the good part, silver lining, is they said that anybody who's in this situation, they'll it'll be marked as like having satisfied their term. So it won't. Imp- I know a lot of times you get sent home early. It impacts your availability to come back and work for Disney in the future. So they're saying that's not an issue. And I know there are some there are resources being set up for people who. Are, are struggling or you know they don't know if they'll be able to get home that quickly and get everything packed up so uh we'll link in the show notes what that what those are in case you're in that situation um but i think that's that was like the most significant one is they're sending everybody home so that's a lot of people who will not be there at the end of March when Disney is saying they think they will reopen and then just overnight um came in that they're canceling a lot of the entertainment. So mm-hmm. I know one of the groups I'm in it has a big discussion about British Revolution. Um, Teresa, you sent us this morning. I can't pronounce the name, but the the drummers, the Japan drum people. Yeah, Matt Teresa. <laughs> I think that's better than I could do. But so essentially a lot of the, the world showcase entertainment, and these are two groups that have been there for 20, 25 plus years. So this is not a small entertainment change. They were in, like, they're told that they are, their runs are done indefinitely. Yeah. So uh, if you put all of that together, the fact that they're sending down a large portion of their workforce, they're not asking them to hang out. We'll be back in two weeks. They're sending them home. Um, they are sending these very long-term entertainment groups that have been around you know, for a long time. They're sending them home as well indefinitely is what the terminology is that I am seeing is that this is an indefinite closure. Here's the thing, guys. If you can put those two things together and you're just kind of paying attention to how, you know, things are changing here in the U.S., it really feels to the three of us that this is not going to be reopening on April 1st. Which, and also if you keep in mind, like we gave the dates for when the other parks closed, you know, this, um, the coronavirus impacted Asia before most of the rest of the world and those parks still have not reopened you know, Mm -hmm. several months later. Correct. And I'm not, we're not saying that that's going to be the case here. However, I think that two weeks could be a very conservative estimate for when the parks may reopen. Uh, Yeah. And, and I would also guess like, like even here locally in my own area, things changed drastically from Wednesday to Thursday to Friday. <laughs> um, it, like in our example, the, the school district, the school was like, oh no, we're going to be open next week. And then the next day, oh no, we're going to close tomorrow, but we'll be open again next week. And then the next day or later on that night, it was, oh, nope, never mind. We're closed for a month. So things are changing very drastically and very rapidly. And my guess is that Disney 
probably does have longer term closing plans, but they are trying to be measured with the announcements, A, not to increase or incite additional panic or or stress on people. Because like we already mentioned, all three of us are kind of like rocked by this fact that it's closing at all. We agree with it. I think all three of us completely agree with closing the park. So it's not- 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's not that. It's just that it's still like, oh, wait, things just got really real when our Disney parks are closed, right? Uh, because Disney doesn't close. Disney does not close. And I think that Disney is recognizing that they are such a leader you know, in, in our country uh, from the business perspective and, and whatnot. So they are taking a measured approach with how they're letting the news out. But I honestly just feel when, when I saw the college program kids were being sent home, when the World Showcase entertainers were, were leaving as well, that this signals that shortly we are going to have a longer period of time that they are going to officially announce the closure. And then, of course, it could extend and extend as needed. But that's that's where we stand right now. That's what we think is going to happen. Um, and I guess it just really depends on how we go from here. Things that we wanted to point out or also make a quick note of is if you had fast passes, they're going to auto cancel. Oh, they, Don't worry already, about it's those. already gone. Okay. okay. All they, right. Those, those went away. They're huh? already gone. Yep. All right. All right. By um, runaway railway, I guess uh, I will give in and watch a video because, <laughs> you know, uh, was holding yeah, up for knows? so long. <laughs> you, you did a good job, Teresa. We're very proud of you. Um, dining will also uh, not have fees for no showing. So if you want to cancel, go ahead and go to My Disney Experience and cancel it. But if you forget, uh, you should not get charged. Again, me personally, I'm canceling things because that's who I am. But you don't have to. It says that you won't get charged. I just don't like to leave it up to chance. Um, if you are still in the area, if you are still there, Disney buses are running between resorts from the Disney Springs area to the resorts and then also from some resort to resort location. So as of this discussion, as of this recording, Resorts are going to remain open, as is the Disney Springs area. Okay, I did Could see that... the the Skyliner. They are not running. Yes, right. So... Skyliner and Monorail are not going to be running. Yeah. So that's that's it. Um, I know this was a lot of heavy discussion and a lot of <laughs> sadness and drama and ugh, but we felt it was really important to touch base on it and um, to kind of put it out there and also just to let you guys know how we feel about a lot of this stuff. And uh, you are welcome to share your feelings with us in the No Guilt Disney podcast Uh fan group we are we are in facebook uh so come come over to the facebook group and join us no guilt disney and uh let's talk about it let's let's hash it all out folks yeah and we know you know like i said we have our strong opinions on it especially coming from three different perspectives the travel agent local vacationer um and we know a lot of you you might have people you might be in the disney college program or a cast member um so we do want to have just an open conversation and hear how you guys feel about it. Um, and especially if you have a side of things that we didn't consider, let us know and we can talk about that in the future. And while Disney isn't open, you can still join us each week talking about Disney on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say, it's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs>